Hello and welcome to the Unorganized and Lost podcast. I'm your host, Michelle, and I am here to prove you don't always have to be organized to follow your dreams and getting lost isn't always a bad thing. On today's episode, I'm not actually interviewing anybody. I'm going to do a podcast on the key to jealousy. So I know that sounds a little weird, but basically, I feel like I can relate to anybody that has ever taken a second and said, I'm jealous of that person, or I'm jealous they've traveled, or I'm jealous of their job, or jealous of their lifestyle, things like that, because I know I've done it. And there's something that I learned a while ago that actually has helped me, and it's something that I need to remind myself of as well, is how to, if you ever catch yourself saying I'm jealous, analyzing what you're actually jealous of, because I'm going to tell a quick story. So in 2011, one of my dearest friends, known her since I was three, basically a sister, ended up traveling abroad for school. She ended up studying abroad over summer in Paris. And I think it was a month-long trip. And I didn't even know you could do a summer abroad program like that. Um, And was honestly just like so in shock and so excited for her because I mean I would never even think to do something like that we would have been 19 at the time when she did it and she came back and she's telling me all these stories about how she met these friends and they would jump on a train and just go to different countries on the weekends and do all these fun incredible adventures and it was one of the first times that I truly wasn't jealous of the whole experience like I thought it was so intriguing and so cool and I was jealous of the fact that she got to go abroad and do something different and go out of the country but it was the first time I really analyzed I don't think I'd ever want to just jump on a train with you know people I just met and go to different countries that's a different story because I ended up doing it but I was just fascinated by her being able to do this and so I kind of pocketed that in the back of my mind. I kind of was, again, one of the first times that I truly analyzed the fact that I wasn't jealous of the whole trip. I was just jealous that she took an adventure and took a risk and tried something new. So fast forward to fall of that year, I was going to Sac State at the time. And you know when, I don't know if anyone ever had this, where they come into your class and they like peek in and there's these people trying to promote something and they're like, give a, they ask the professor to give a a minute's, pitch so that you can come to their actual pitch meeting at a certain time on campus so that's what happened so these kids come and kind of do a pitch for this thing called international student volunteers and they're basically explaining how they do all of the work for you and tell you where to travel and do all this stuff so that you can travel abroad and I'm like wait a second I immediately thought of my friend in this trip and how she was able to travel. And I was like, oh my gosh, I could do this. It's over summer and I would be volunteering abroad. So I wouldn't have to go to school because I wasn't much of a school person. And they mentioned something about petting a cheetah. Okay. I am super intrigued at this point. The funny thing about me, especially back then, was I am super outgoing, super extrovert, all the things. But for some reason, when I was that age, I would never dream of doing something alone, such as going to a pitch meeting on campus by myself. 
which sounds insane. When you really think back, it's like you're really going to not go to this pitch meeting by yourself because I'm not even sure what I was afraid of. I guess being a, people looking at me because I'm sitting alone, I have, I have no idea what, I was, what was going through my mind. But I was always nervous to do stuff like that alone. Well, I couldn't find anyone to go with me. And I ended up just, it was during, it was in between my classes and I decided to take the risk in what my mind was and go to this pitch meeting because in the back of my mind, I remembered my friend's story and how, how intriguing it was to me and how excited I was just listening to her traveling. So I go to the pitch meeting. I find out I could possibly go to Southern Africa and pet a cheetah. And why that fascinated me? Well, I'm pretty sure that's pretty obvious. So in the meeting, they say, okay, so if you really want to make sure that you get the country that you want, you need to put in an application today. Well, shoot, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do Southern Africa. There's no doubt in my mind. In my, the way I was thinking was I could probably do Europe or Australia or some of these other countries by myself, but like, how would I ever do South Africa or Southern Africa by myself? And it just looks so incredible. So probably for one of the first times in my life, I signed up for something without talking to my parents, without discussing it with anybody and was just like, okay, well, it's just an application. I can just, I can just put it in and I, I'll just go home and try to convince my parents that this is something that I'm going to need their support on that I'm going to go do. So put in the application, go home. So in my mind, there's this important meeting I have to have with my parents which was literally just me sitting at dinner with them. And then I randomly brought it up. But to me, it was like, I think my heart was racing the entire time, like ready to talk to them about what I did that day. We're sitting at dinner and I have this whole spiel ready because I find out that you can raise money because it's for volunteer work and you can get sponsors and all these things. And I was explaining all the things I was going to do. I'd already kind of mapped out how I was going to go about getting sponsors and how I was going to work hard and raise money and then also work hard during the uh, leading up to the time so I can earn the money to go. So I'm ready to give my spiel to my parents. And I'm, my, I'm probably sweating at this point. I'm getting really nervous. And I look at my parents and I start to explain it. And they both looked at me. And just said the two words that changed my life forever. And I honestly, I'm going to do an entire podcast on those two words. And they were, why not? Well, shoot. What do you mean, why not? Now, now I actually have to do it. In my mind, I, for some reason, was convinced they were going to say no. And so, like, I was kind of preparing for that. And then wasn't really preparing for the fact that I was going to have to travel to Southern Africa by myself because prior to that trip, I had never been on a plane by myself longer than an hour, literally an hour. So now I'm going to Africa, which is way more than an hour away. And I was starting to freak out a little bit. Month goes by, end up finding out I get Southern Africa. A couple months more go by. I find out I'm working, I'm volunteering at a cheetah center. I'm starting to freak out. This is the coolest thing I've ever done. I can't believe I'm doing this. And it was in May of 2012. Well, leading up to that, another one of my friends happened to be studying abroad in Europe. We were Skyping at the time and she found out I was going to Africa and she's like, oh my God, you should just like come to Madrid after, which 
in our naive minds made sense because you're already flying across the country or across the world. Might as well just like go straight up to Madrid, I guess was our thought process. And so all of a sudden she goes, my friend bailed. Why don't you travel the three weeks I'm doing after my study abroad with me right after you get done with Africa? So now I have never gone on a trip by myself more than an hour. Now I am going to Southern Africa through three different countries and Europe through three different countries with my friend of mine. And it's going to be a seven week trip. I still lived at home. I was 20 years old, still living at home. And this was the first thing I did. Let me tell you, it was insane. Took me 40 hours to get there. Never left the airport, never left a plane. So I never, I did not go outside or talk to humans I knew for 40 hours. All because I analyzed why I was jealous of my friend's trip. And the coolest thing was, is it was everything I wanted it to be. I didn't really have to plan it. I got to just kind of go with the punches and literally just go along on this adventure tour and volunteer at this cheetah center without too much knowledge of what we were going to do next. And then my friend basically planned our trip in Europe. So it was honestly one of the most incredible things ever because I learned how to travel and I learned the art of it. So then I really honed into the excitement that my friend had of getting on a train and going to new countries randomly. So not only did I get to analyze what I was jealous of and realize that at first that wasn't what I wanted, but then it ended up becoming something that I enjoyed and I did later on in my life as well. And to this day, it kind of blows my mind that just because I analyzed what I was jealous of or what I was excited about from another friend doing and what intrigued me, my life changed forever. There's no doubt in my mind. I just learned so much. And I ended up traveling a few other times after that. And I've just been able to have some of the most epic experiences in my life. And also travel is actually why I started Unorganized and Lost. Because as you can kind of get the gist of how I travel, very unorganized and lost. What had happened next was now I go on my trip. Now people are telling me they're jealous of me. And they're seeing some of my pictures. I get back, they're hearing my stories and they're saying they're jealous. And what I thought was so crazy is that I had so many experiences that were so gnarly while I was there. I had to take malaria pills when I was in Africa. I had night terrors. Um, We had to sleep next to massive spiders that were probably the size of your hand. And they were just like, oh, don't kill them. Like they're fine. Just, you just, you just go to sleep. But For some reason, when people were saying they were jealous, those were the memories that kept coming into my mind, not the good ones, because obviously that's what they're seeing. And I realized that some people weren't even jealous that I went out of the country. Some people weren't even jealous that I volunteered. Some people weren't even jealous I went to Europe. What they were jealous of was either I went on vacation. I didn't have to work for seven weeks. Um, one of them was, I mean, jealous, I volunteered at a cheetah center. So there was different things that people were jealous of when they used the same word. And it wasn't my whole trip. It wasn't that they wanted to do the exact same experience as me, which is so fascinating to me because I think sometimes we get so lost in the mindset of I'm jealous. I want, I want, I want, but we never actually analyze what we want. And again, yes, we should always want, like want what we have and, you know, 
yada, yada, yada. There's some inspirational thing in there somewhere. But the biggest thing that I noticed was, and I need to remind myself every day as well, is when you catch yourself feeling jealous or feeling like you want something someone else has, actually analyze what that is. Because that could be with anything, a job, family, things like that. Sometimes people are jealous of different things than they really understand they are jealous of. And I, I have friends who actually have been starting um, new activities because of COVID. And it's fascinating to me because it's taking risks and trying new things without any care about what people think about it and it's not that I'm jealous they're doing that activity I have zero interest in that activity for myself but it's the fact that they had the guts to do it and it's making me want to and so it's me understanding to take a step back and this exact thing that I've been preaching is that if you can really take a step back and understand what you're jealous of of somebody or something I think we're all so much better off in life because then you can truly hone in to what your desires are and maybe you can start a new career or start new things that really drive you in a passionate and fun way. So that's all I really got for today. I know I could probably give a million other examples, but me being jealous of my friend in 2011 changed my life because she had zero fear She had all the excitement. So understanding people's motives or understanding what they got through can really take you somewhere incredible. So when I was planning on doing this episode, I actually posted a question on Instagram. And one of the most interesting answers I got for when I said, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the word jealousy? Someone wrote FOMO, fear of missing out. And I think that is a perfect depiction of jealousy and how we have this issue of seeing someone doing something fun or what seems fun or trying something new or their job or whatever and we get lost in that oh I wish I wish I was there I want that and I'm starting to realize anytime I catch myself saying that or having FOMO stepping back and figuring out what you want Is it, oh, I wish I was spending more time with my friends and not working as much? Is it, I wish I was by a pool? Is it, wish I was by water? Like, what is the thing that I'm actually jealous of? Because I'm probably not jealous of the exact thing they're doing other than maybe having fun. And it's such a great art to have and a key to understanding your jealousy and really growing from it. And I know it's something that I still need to work on myself. And I just find it so fascinating that we can use something that seems so negative and turn into a positive and kind of take action on it. Before I close out the episode, I'm going to share something in that I was really nervous doing this podcast. Um, I didn't want to have to be the only one talking. I didn't want to even be a host on this podcast in the first place. And so give me some grace, but I really think it's so amazing to be able to just put it out there and take the risk because eventually I'm going to get better. I have a lot to learn and a lot to grow, especially doing an episode by myself. Talking to yourself is a lot harder than it seems, I've realized. 
So I hope this encourages you to try something new that might scare you a little because I'm not really sure what's going to happen if I, when I post this, I don't, I don't know what I'm so scared of. Um, but I appreciate everybody that listens and downloads the episode and downloads the podcast in general. And if you did like it, please give it a thumbs up. If you'd rather just me interview people, put a comment in there. And if you actually like these type of podcasts as well, mixed in with the interviews, let me know that as well. And remember, we're here to prove you don't always have to be organized to follow your dreams and getting lost isn't always a bad thing. Bye.